This is an exciting time. Why is that? How many people are, watch court shows? Now, how excited is it when someone will acquit you? When, when, when someone says, you're no longer guilty, and your sentence has been acquitted. That's happy time. I want to see that today. I want to see that on your expression. God did that for us. We had a death sentence, but yet we don't take that thing seriously enough. We are now free. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity of coming out on this special Sabbath day. You know, when we, the spirit of inspiration has, has encouraged us to think about and contemplate on the, the, the words and contemplate on the action. Spend time in our Bibles reading about, reading about, um, um, you know, what God did for us. Do we really understand what he did for us? Do we know what he did for us? At this time, I ask that you please bow with me as I, and actually please stand as I offer a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for just the privilege and honor of prayer this day. We thank you for allowing us into your edifice. We thank you for the life that you've given us. We arrived here not by any mention of us, but this was not by accident that we're here. You rose us this morning. You gave us breath. Be with me this day, Lord. Be with us as we partake in this brief message this morning. These things we ask in your holy name. Amen. Amen. The title of my message this morning is The Etiology of a Savior. The Etiology of a Savior. Now, many times, people may ask, why do I need a Savior? Why is this even necessary? There are many people outside of our church that, that they question, what is this about Jesus? The, I remember Elder, Elder Martin brought out the other week, he said that the world will preach all the time about God. But what do we say about Jesus? Because for God, what? That he did what? Ah, amen, amen. He sent his son to do what? To die for us. Why was that necessary? You know, the, the devil's interesting. He froze my tablet. So I'm speaking, I'm, I'm preaching on memory. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, is that we serve, we, we live in a world that's inundated with laws. You know, you have, you have the laws of the land, you have, you have federal and, 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 and municipal and, and, and state laws of the land that, that keeps order. You have, you have the physical and chemical laws of nature, and you know that if you breach any of those, how many times people have put their hand on a hot oven or, or, or jumped up off, went to a roof? What would happen if you jump off? Those are laws, and you could break them. <laughs> it could break you. Oh, but you also have laws of, of, of wellness, where, where, where you eat what you want. What happens to you as a result of that? Well, we know that, that, that ultimately there's God's law in which the whole universe was actually set, up, set, set aside on. And we have to understand that, that, that we're in the predicament that we're in because man broached that law. We're in the predicament we're in because we... we, we we suffered a death sentence as a result of Adam's disobedience. But here's the wonderful thing. Although that, 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 that there was consequences as a result of disobedience, what did, what did God say when, right after 
And this is what's interesting to me. Right after Adam's sin, what happened? Anybody? What happened? You could talk to me. This is church. What happened when Adam sinned? All right, Christ came down. He came. Do you realize that Christ himself came down? And, and, and he, he called out Adam and Eve, Adam, what have you guys done? Where are you? And what did he do? He hid himself. Why? Because he knew what he had done was wrong. And we see that at that, 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 that time, the first prophecy was, was given from Jesus himself. Genesis 3.15 says, I will what? Cause enmity between you, her seed, and your seed. And, and he will do what? Crush his head and do, and what? Bruise his heel. Now, why, does he, why was he saying that? Do you realize that when he gave that, that very interesting prophecy, that, that, that no one really knows, Satan was there. Remember, when, when Adam sinned, Satan was watching what was going on, and, and Satan was wondering, do you think that, that, that he's going to destroy Adam? Do you think that this was going to, you know, that, that am I done? Am I done? You know, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? If he, if, he, if he forgives him, do you think he'll forgive me? That was going through his mind. What does that mean, that, that, that prophecy, 315, that, 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 that you, you will crush his head and, and, and bruise his head? What, what are you talking about? See, you know, it's interesting in this life. That, that some have professed that, that there is no need for a Savior. Some believe that, 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 that living in this life is enough. Some people even believe that we're just born to die. But there are those. But if you study your Bible, you recognize that, that there's more to it than that. That, that there was only one that was born to die. And who was that? Mm. Jesus Christ. We see that we are in need of a Savior because man broke God's moral law and was doomed to the penalty of death. Interesting enough, did you know that angels weren't even aware that there was a law because they were in perfect subjection to God's will? But after man sinned, God's secret plan was mobilized. God's secret plan was now unveiled. It's interesting to me that, that you know, we were talking about the, the lesson study uh, this morning, the, 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 the Sabbath school study. It was wonderful. In fact, the lesson, the Sabbath school this morning was so in line with what I had to say today, I was just going to get up and just say the benediction. But we know that, that, that God has, has, has offered a, a, a way of escape for this thing. Do you realize that when, when the pen of inspiration, when, when, when God showed up and Jesus talked to Adam and gave that prophecy of Genesis 3.15, they, they said that right before that, the pen of inspiration kind of scrolls back and tells us what really went on prior to that. She says that sour filled heaven it, it, as it was realized that man was lost and the world which God had created was to be filled with mortals doomed to misery, sickness, and death. And there was no way of escape for the offender. She also goes on to say that the whole family of Adam must die. I saw the lovely Jesus and beheld expression of sympathy and sorrow upon his countenance. Soon I saw him approach the exceeding bright light that is shrouded his father. We see that, that when man sinned, the plan was now to be executed. We, 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 we had this thing packed up in our back pocket for many centuries, many eons. But now was the time to implement this plan. We see that, that, that three times he went into this light. Three times he came out. Three times. The third time he came out with, 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 with a sense of 
We have it now. We will move this thing forward. But here's the tragedy of it all. We see in 1 Peter 3.18, For Christ also suffered once for the sins and the righteousness for the unrighteous, that, that he might bring to us God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. He would, love, he would leave all of his glory in heaven, appear upon earth as a man, humble himself as a man, become acquainted by his own experiences with the various temptations that we are subjected to today. As a man, he will be delivered into the hands of men. Do you realize what he did for us? We are his creation, but yet we rejected him when he came to this earth. And he went on, he, he disclosed this all to, to his, his angelic throng and the other father worlds and all those who were witnessing this thing. were listening and, and they were like, well, this is unbelievable. How, they were perplexed. They, they were perplexed. How, how, wow, what love. But here's the interesting thing. The angels today are perplexed when we struggle to determine our value. You know, to so many people feel that they're worthless today. If you think you're worthless, think about what Jesus did for you. They allowed people or circumstances to determine their value. You know, but, but, but who really can, can make that evaluation in us? You know, I was, you know, the Bible states in Matthew 10, 31, Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Matthew 6, 25, which was read earlier, Therefore, tell, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. We have so much anxiety in this world when we, we, we think that we're not, we don't measure up. But, but think about what Jesus did for you. And I'm going to break that down a little bit more. And yet, your heavenly Father, he feeds them. Are you not more value? He values his, his creation. But he says that we're more value than they. He cares about us. We mean, he said, the Father said, he said, our son, Genesis 3.16, it is Satan's attempt to devalue us. Do you realize that God is our appraiser? Do you know what an appraiser is? We see the price paid for an object establishes its value. In fact, every buyer subjectively attributes worth to his or her purchase, and the purchase price reveals the buyer's personal opinion regarding the value of that purchase. Now, what's interesting is he doesn't just declare us righteous. He makes us righteous as well. And, 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 and what is the purchase price God paid to accomplish his goal? The precious blood of Jesus, which is our, th our theme of relationships. God loved us so much that he didn't want to live without us. He could have. He could have turned his back on Adam and, the, and, and, and fallen man. But he had a special plan. I loved him so much. But this is what I want you to take home today. For when it came to our purchase price, God was more concerned about what he redeemed or purchased than what he spent. What am I saying? See, Christ took on humanity in the form of flesh and blood, giving up his omniscience. Christ said, I'm going to be their intercessor. I'm going to come. I'm going to rescue them. But I still have to give up something. He gave up something. We talked about sin. Sin will eventually be eradicated. But we also understand that Christ was bruised as a result of this. He will forever be among us as a man. He will forever bear the scars of this great controversy as a man. But yet he still 
the Son of God. That's what he was talking about. When Satan was trying to figure out, bruise your head and, and you will bruise his heel. See, his heel was bruised. But the head will eventually be crushed when Satan and his angels and all those who, who don't claim this grace are eventually destroyed. So we see that, that, that what is our value? Matthew 10, 31. Fear not, therefore, you are more valued than many sparrows. Isaiah 43, 4. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored. I love you. I give men in return for you, people in exchange for your life. Luke 12, 6 and 7. Are, you not, uh, are not five sparrows said uh, sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten by, before God. Why, even the hairs of your head are numbered. Even though mine may be... F- Depleted, my numbers may have gone a little bit, but they're still numbered. And we see that, 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 fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. You see, we have to understand in Ephesians 1, 4, even as he cho- chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him and love. See, we have to recognize, and this takes the ante up a little bit more. See, the plan of redemption was not an afterthought. We're, we're, we're not an oops. We're not, we're not a, a, an emergency plan where, where oh, no, we got to come together and, and strategize. No, this was already placed, was set in place. It was, it, was, it was a plan formulated after the fall of Adam, before the, you know, the fall of Adam. It, it, it was a revelation of the mysteries which have been kept silent through times eternal. God did not ordain that sin should exist, but he foresaw his existence and made provisions to meet that terrible emergency. Hmm. In the beginning, God was revealed in all the works of creation. It was Christ that spread the heavens and laid the foundations of the world. This is the same God who, who, who spoke to Adam. This is the same God who, who, who cried before Adam. This is the same God that said, we have to do something for Adam and his children. It was he that, that, that laid, that hung the worlds in space and, and fashioned the flowers in the field. It was he that, that filled the earth with beauty. The air was song, and upon all things, the earth, air, and sky, he wrote the message of his father's love. We see that it, it is him that, that in Colossians 1, 16 and 17, for by him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. We see that, 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 that this was the God who stepped out. This was the God who said, my son has to go, that, that we have to do something for this emergency. Now, sin marred God's perfect work, yet the handwriting remains. See, see even now, in the midst of all of this adversity, one thing evolutionists have a difficulty articulating is how closely God's creation works together. Isn't it interesting that it's not just by chance that we like flowers, but flowers like us. Do you realize that they need us and we need them? These trees and plants give off oxygen for us, but yet our carbon dioxide is beneficial for them. That's the way God, that's creation. That's the intelligence of the God they're created. But yet we see that, 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 that the man Christ, by, by his humanity, Christ touched humanity, by his divinity, he lays hold upon the throne of God as the son of man, and he gave us an, an example of obedience as the son of God. He gives us the power to obey. He, he says, Christ says that I am the great I am. I am the, 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 uh, the he was spoke out of the bush to Moses saying that I am that I am. Tell him that I am sent you. This was the pledge of Israel's deliverance, even the Passover. He says, tell him I am. It's the same thing he's telling us today. 
I am the assurance of every promise. I am not to be afraid. God is with us. It's the surety of our deliverance today, the assurance of our power to obey leaven. So why do I remember? Why are we remembering? Why do we spend time today remembering? Well, 1 John 4 says, in this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. In stooping to take upon himself humanity, and God revealed a character opposite, and we talked about that in the Sabbath school lesson, of the character of Satan. He stepped out lower, still lower in the path of humiliation, being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to, unto death, even death on the cross. We see that God stepped out. We see that God said, enough is enough. I have to sacrifice myself. For, 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 for ever a man by his life and his death, Christ was achieved, even more than recovery from the, right, the ruin of sin. It was Satan's purpose to bring about an eternal separation between God and man. But, Christ, we, we, but, but in Christ, we become more closely united to God than if we had never fallen. In taking on nature, our nature, the Savior has bound himself to humanity, to a tie that will never be broken. This is a pledge that God will fulfill his word for us. Beloved, we know that we serve a God that is a God of provision. We know that, 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 that provisions have been made for every problem that we have ever encountered in this life. That's why you need not be concerned about things that you're dealing with in your life. Many people feel cornered. They, backed, they, they got their wall, they're, they're, they're backed against the wall. What, how am I going to get out of this thing? God has already instituted a plan of, of, of deliverance for you. All you, do have to, all you have to do is trust him, and he will show you that way. Provisions have been made for every problem. And this is, again, an issue. This is something that evolutionists can't quantify because God has put adaptations in his creation. He makes us adaptable. He makes us be able to adjust to situations, to circumstances. That's what he does. He's intelligent. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he already knows what you will ever need before you get there. He just needs you to walk the timeline to meet him. So as we prepare for this service, remember that God had a provision in place if man fell. That provision was met after he decided to die for our sins. Passover was a celebration of the deliverance of God's people from Egyptian bondage. This morning we are here to celebrate our deliverance from the bondage of sin. He paid a high price for us. We talk about value. You don't think you're not valuable. God says, I am no longer able to be everywhere because I'm going to sacrifice the essence and shroud myself in flesh and bones like my creation. I love you so much. And then people wonder, am I worth anything? Who would do that for you outside of Jesus Christ? Mm. So we have an assurance that his grace is sufficient. So as I conclude this message... Why do we remember today? Because he is indeed our Savior. See, the, the, focus on John 19 and, and go to verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were, were now accomplished, that, he, that, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, he said, I thirst. To, uh, now a vessel full of sour wine was, was sitting there, and, and they filled the sponge with sour wine. And, and, and he said, it is finished. It is finished. Do you realize when he received it, in the, it is finished in the Greek, it's, it's tetetestai, which literally means paid in full. 
God paid the full price for us. We can't be here with a solemn look. We need to celebrate what God has done for us. This is a wonderful thing. He could have left us in our sorrow. He could have said, I'm not interested in them. Even when he was on his earth, he walked. The devil was in his ear. Every point, you love them? They don't even believe who you, who you say you are. Why are you doing this? Leave them and go, go back to heaven. Leave them to me. But no, that's not what he did. We see that, that he, he, the Passover was ordained as a commemoration of the deliverance of Israel from Egyptian bondage. God had directed that year by year, as children should ask the meaning of this ordinance, the history should be repeated. Thus, the ordinance of the Lord's Supper was given to commemorate the great deliverance wrought out of the, result of the, uh, uh, the results of the death of Christ. Tell, 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 we, we have to understand that, that communion now is a time of reflection. A communion is a time of celebration. Communion is a time where we recognize that that supreme sacrifice for me, the same God who, who, who set up kings and kingdoms, the same God who set up constellations and, 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 like Orion, the same God who knitted together atoms and put us together, I'm not going to let you perish because I love you too much. That's a mystery that even the angels can't fathom. And as we talked about in our Sabbath school lesson this morning, that's something that we will be studying throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. Why do we remember today? Because our deliverance is sure. Because God's grace is sufficient for all, no matter what we've done in our lives. It doesn't matter. No matter what, all the transgressions in our life, it doesn't matter. Do you realize that, that when you th think about the, 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 the writer Paul, do you realize why Paul had so much fire and fervor in his life? He was a murderer. He killed people for what he thought was right. But even that was not out of the boundaries of our Lord and Savior Jesus who said, I have something special for you. It doesn't matter what we've done. We could have been prostitutes, pimps, on the bottle. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that we acknowledge him for who he is and claim that grace. That's what we're here for to do today is to claim the deliverance is sure. That's what this represents. I ask that you please bow your heads. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for just the privilege and honor of coming together this morning to, to, to reflect briefly on your tremendous sacrifice for us. Lord, we don't deserve it, but you didn't make that a prerequisite. It was your love that you shared with us and that yeah, you shed blood for me. Your body was broken for me, regardless of my past, because I didn't come prepped and ready to be accepted by you. You tell me just come as I am and you will do the rest. Lord, thank you for your promise. Thank you for, 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 for the memory. Thank you for the opportunity to remember the true supreme sacrifice you gave us today. These things we ask in your holy name of Jesus. Amen, amen. At this time, as we prepare to participate in the service, of remembrance. Remember that let us clear our minds of the secular.
Let us not focus on what we just did yesterday or, or did before we got here. Let's cleanse our minds. Let's focus on the hearts uh, 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 as Christ did for us. Let, let, let's, let's try to, if you think of, you may have wronged somebody, ask the Lord to forgive you. He will, he will forgive us for our transgressions. He said that. Ask the Lord, Lord, purge me. Make me white as snow before you. Get rid of all this mess that I'm subjected to as I take this service in remembrance of you. Let us meditate on the wonderful acts. And as we depart for foot washing together, let us use this time of, 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 of memory, of remembrance, of, of, of reflection and thanksgiving, saying, thank you, Jesus for what you've done for me. And for those who, who remain uh, uh, in the sanctuary, I ask that you please uh, re uh, reverent humble reverence. Um, this is a very sacred service, and we're going to actually ask, I guess the women are going to be uh, in, the, in the small chapel, and the men are going to be downstairs. The, we, the people wonder, what's so significant about foot washing? Because the God of heaven, the creator of the universe, known and unknown, visible and invisible, took it upon himself. When, 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 the, when the disciples were during that last supper and, and, and they were there and, and, and in their minds, they were still jostling over who was going to be the greatest in this kingdom. Here, he, Christ said, you guys still don't get it. I'm about to die for you. My kingdom is not of this world. He says, he, they, they, they looked at each other. But Christ says, as he looked around, and he said, give me a bucket and a pot of water. And he said, I'm going to wash the feet of the very ones I crafted out of the ground and blew the breath of life into as a demonstration of his love for us. He wants us to have the same level of humility towards one another. That's where it begins. We have to humble ourselves. If the God of heaven can do it for us, Surely, we could do it one to another. So at this time, I, I, I ask that you all, we separate. And we have, so uh, we, the women are in the back chapel. The men are downstairs. And we will separate it. And we'll be back in for, for the uh, duration of the service at this time. Thank you so much. <laughs>